Hello, hello, hello. Well, first time ever using a podcast for a video. A video, in fact. I never thought of this. I realized when I was making a video about this Dragon Ball Super superhero review. Still don't really like the name. Video. I was gonna have to make it, like, 20 minutes long. But I realized I could just record my voice. And I'm like, yeah, that's an easier way. But what? And I remember, I have a podcast that I never use also. Fuck you, Alexis. <laughs> Kept reminding me I never used it, man. Alright, alright, bro. Let's start with this review of Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Anyways, first, the movie starts. Obviously, the movie starts. Also, spoilers. I'm gonna spoil the whole movie, by the way. It starts. It's an hour and 40 minutes, by the way. So, it's, it's not that long, but long, you know. Alright, first we start with Dr. or not Dr. Megetto or Megetta, which is the leader of the Red Ribbon Army now. And immediately, like a bombshell, like two bombshells pop in. Megetta is actually, I think, the son or grandson of General Red from OG Dragon Ball, aka the old owner, master of Dragon or the Red Ribbon Army. It's crazy, man. I didn't expect that. I knew, like, he could have been probably related, but damn, just, like, straight up, straight up, just boom. Boom, I'm, I'm related to him. Like, damn, all right, all right. Also, another big boom, boom bombshell happens with Dr. Hero, or Dr. He- Hito. Hito, I don't know. Dr. Hero Hito. He's the grandson of Dr. Jiro. It shows a family tree of Dr. Jiro and also kind of confirms Android 21 because they are married and have a kid. Um, her real name is like Vito or Veto or something, something with V. And um, it's they're both, you know, had love and made a kid, which was 16. Not really 16. It was another person, but they based 16 on his son. So, we know that's kind of confirmed now. 16 gets with someone, and then and then they have a, a kid. And that kid, 16's kid, has another kid, which is Dr. Hito. I'm going to just call him Hito. Big bombshell. Uh, also, I watched this in Japanese, no subs or anything, so um, I didn't really understand anything. But I did understand stuff. I'm not going to lie, I did understand stuff. Alright, so... You know, Dr. Hito went to the prison and I guess went to try to get a job or something. Because uh, Megeta was looking through his file, trying to find someone who could create life to fight the Saiyans again. And assistant, uh, I forgot his name, but this guy assistant and he's got long hair. <laughs> so, you know, they went to go find him. They found him walking... By the prison. The prison blew up in the background. And they pick him up. They offer him a job. To become basically a superhero. To help him make superheroes. And to destroy the Saiyans. And I could actually kind of understand. Uh, Megeta was telling them that. Capsule Corp was evil. And Red Ribbon Army is good. Capsule Corp was evil. Because Bulma the crazy mad genius. Um, made. Uh, the capsules and the other stuff with alien technology, which they're not kind of wrong. And 
they have the most powerful warriors in Capsule Corp. So they have to defeat these aliens, racist by the way, aliens from taking over the Earth. And the main targets are Vegeta, Goku. Well, these are the main, main ones. The other ones are main ones, but like not real main ones. Got Goku, Vegeta, Boo. Surprisingly knew or remembered about Boo because they did use Dragon Balls to wish for everyone to forget about Boo. So I'm surprised they remembered, kind of. And Mr. Satan. Yeah, Mr. Satan's a big bad. Not really. He appeared only in flashbacks. I love how they do the flashbacks. They did it, like, in a different, like, animation, I guess? The whole backgrounds are painted differently, colored differently. It, it's gorgeous. I love Dragon Ball. So, Dr. Hiro, Hido, is tired. And then it cuts to... Pan and Piccolo. Piccolo is training Pan to how to fight and how to fly. Apparently, her goal the whole movie is to learn how to fly. Even though in Dragon Ball Super, she was flying. She flew into space for a minute. So, you know, they're like, boom, boom, bam, boom. And it's like, he starts to go home. Pan, I'm guessing, went home or something. And then, um, Piccolo gets a call from Videl to... Basically, this is what I think. Gohan and Videl are busy. Videl, I think, is, I heard, is training a dojo. I don't know why she's doing that, but she's doing that. And, of course, Gohan's studying. Gohan's studying insect insects, which will come in later. Insects. So, Piccolo drops, or he, does, he just drops by um, Gohan's house. Knocks on the window, because he's too busy to get up for the door. And tells, and he just yells at him, Bro, you gotta start training, bro. He's gotta, he wants Gohan to train. So, uh, he gives him, finally, clothes beam comes back. Gives him pow, uh, new clothes, a new weighted vest, or weighted shoulder pads. So he could, you know, train later. But he sits back down and studies. So... Um, go or Piccolo goes back to his home in the mountains. Finally, he's got a home, a mailbox, a throne, basically. And he meditates on top of the mountain. And this is where we first meet the new androids. Gamma 2 comes from the sky and shoots Piccolo. Gamma 2 is there to eliminate Piccolo because alien threats and capsule corpse evil and stuff. So, they go fight. They fight, and, you know, he's pretty strong. He's pretty strong. So they start boom, boom, bam, boom. And, um, he, Gamma 2, um, leaves because he thought he did the job. Also, the Gamma 2, I could tell. Gamma 2 is more goofier and more lighthearted than, um, Gamma 1. Gamma 1 is more serious. He knows what he's supposed to do, but Gamma 2 is, like, more lighthearted and stuff. So... Piccolo escapes, and then he follows, um, he follows Gamma 2 to the Red Ribbon Base, but the outside, it looks like they're just collecting water from a little crack or something, or not a crack, but like a geyser. They're like collecting water, they're like a new company, but they go through a whole a hallway, um, and they're in a giant, like, place There's a huge base in the distance, 
It's basically like um in Black Panther when uh T'Challa goes into the bubble and it just changes around him. It's basically like that. So they walk in, he sees that there's so much people. Also, he gets a disguise. So he gets a disguise and um goes to the the main base which Dr. Hiro Hido and Megeta, I think that's his name. Megeta is talking about how his these creations will help him save the world, but secretly he wants to take over the world. So he does that, boom, bam, bop. Um, and then uh, pretty sure, yeah, pretty sure they reveal Cell Max, which is a huge project for Doctor Hito. He's making a basically a giant kaiju size cell, but they call it Cell Max. Cell Max isn't finished yet. He has a program, a brain, I'm pretty sure. So, he's he doesn't want to send him out, because he's not ready yet. He's not ready to go out. He's too crazy. He doesn't have a brain. He can't follow orders with that. And Piccolo's right there, undercover, thinking, or watching. So, Piccolo leaves, and goes to Corrin's tower to get some sensu beans. And Corrin suggests to call Goku and Vegeta, and why not, Gohan needs some help, like, I bet, I bet, I bet, so they go to Dende, they go to Dende, and Piccolo asks Dende to unleash his potential, like Guru did to Krillin and Gohan, but, um, I'm guessing Dende couldn't do it, because He's not old, and he's still young, and doesn't know how to do some stuff yet. So, he suggests, ask the dragon. So, before they ask the dragon, Dende pulls out the old statue of the dragon from Z, whenever they brought back the dragon in the cellar, and pours some water on it. I'm guessing it's holy water. And he basically upgraded it. He upgraded the dragon balls. So, obviously... He suggests to ask Bulma, uh, ask Bulma for the Dragon Balls, because she always has them. So, uh, Piccolo, actually, Piccolo has a phone, like, for a lot of this movie, and he uses it real funny. Um, so Piccolo calls Bulma and says, hey, you got the Dragon Balls? And he's like, yeah, 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 I got the Dragon Balls. So they call, or they summon Shenron. Very, really good animation, bro, like, it looks so good. They summon forth Shenron, and Piccolo asks, to have his potential unleashed. And so Piccolo gets his potential unleashed. But Shenron says he put a little extra in there too. And wow, that's so cool, bro. And um, so Piccolo lets Bulma have the rest of the wish wishes. She wishes for longer eyelashes and a BBL, which is a, a, a butt lift. And she wants a bigger butt. Greatest part in the film, man. I'm not gonna. I'm playing. Um, so, also, before the she uh, or before Piccolo went there, he also called for to call um, Vegeta and Goku, which is in Beerus's planet with Brawly of all people. And um, there's a little part where they they Goku and Vegeta aren't really in the film. They're in two scenes basically. So they're in the film. Training Broly. Broly's trying to control his rage. And Beerus is... Uh, wakes up... Beerus wakes up. 
from a four-month nap and goes to Weiss to tell him, Hey, what's up, man? You got any food? Because he's always hungry. And notices Broly saying, What the hell are you doing here, Broly? And, you know, they tell him, Oh, we're trying to control his rage and stuff. So he controls his rage. So, you know, Broly. And Broly bought his friends, Chi-Li and Lemo. Lemo is cooking for them. And Broly has some food. And Chi-Li comes with a big bag of stuff. And I'm pretty sure it's stolen stuff. Because they warn Chi-Li, it Beerus is here. And then she gets scared. She's like, oh, sorry, Lord Beerus. I, I didn't know you were awake. And Beerus is like, did you steal from me? And she like turns around and says, yes, sir. But Beerus sees her face. And Beerus goes quiet for a minute. And just told her she was cute. And that surprised everyone there. Even Whis was surprised. Uh, and he called him cute. And basically lets her steal the stuff. <laughs> so after that, they have a big feast. Oh, actually, miss a big part for Vegeta. Vegeta is actually training to control his mind. Because apparently, Jiren kind of got retconned. Uh, Jiren had um perfect like mind control. Or like a mindset. Which helped him look stronger than he seemed. So, whenever, like, he fought, he had a perfect mindset. So, he had a perfect control of his mind when fighting. So, he could, you know, be strong, I guess. He had to master his head, his mind. So, Vegeta is trying to learn how to control that to see if he could be strong. Or then Goku. Of course, Goku's like, eh, that's not gonna work, because, like, Goku's an idiot. <laughs> So, you know, they have a big feast. They start eating. And then they want to fight base forms only. So Goku and Vegeta start fighting for a bit. And it gets cut to... um, Back to Piccolo. Which is in the stolen uniform again in... uh, uh The Red Ribbon base. So, you know, they have a master plan to... Since they, quote-unquote, eliminated Piccolo. They're going after Gohan. Gohan. The nerd in the house. So, they're like, how do we lure Gohan here? And someone had an idea. Oh, let's kidnap Pan. His daughter. So, they go to kidnap Pan. And Piccolo and some other soldier volunteer to kidnap Pan. And not gonna lie, the other soldier looks so much like John Cena, my guy. Got the blonde hair, he's got the green hat and everything. So much like John Cena. And they go to try to kidnap Pan from daycare. The John Cena guy was like, hey, I'm his uncle or something. I'm here to take Pan. And Pan just one-shots the guard. One shot in the stomach. Down for the count. The teacher's like, oh my. And then Piccolo comes in. Piccolo is like, oh, hey, Pan. And, like, Pan knew. He was like, oh, very hard, Mr. Piccolo. And also the daycare knew Piccolo. He was like, oh, hey, Piccolo. You're first good. Which says a lot about Goku's parenting, and now it's rubbing off to Gohan's. And um, so they take Pan to, and kidnaps, quote-unquote, kidnaps Pan. But 
the reason why Pickle goes with it and tries to kin- or kidnaps her to the Red Ribbon Base is because he wants Gohan to train. So that's why they go there. So Pan, you know, they record Pan like saying, help me, help me. And they go to Gohan's house like randomly. They couldn't send it to him. They just go to show him. And they knock on the window. He's like, oh, hey, hey, what's up, man? And then John Cena's like, hey, we have your daughter and pulls a gun on him. Or like he doesn't say he's that. We have your daughter yet. He pulls a gun. He's like, "We're here to show you something. Come with us." And he, Gohan, literally flicks the gun out of his hand. So therefore, John Cena shows. Um, he can at Pat, and Gohan gets pissed. He goes Super Saiyan. He destroys almost his house. He like he makes he goes Super Saiyan and like, you know, makes a divot and ha- like the house is leaning now. So, John Cena and Piccolo, also Gohan didn't recognize Piccolo in the suit, even though, like, I'm pretty sure you could have recognized him. But they take him, they get, hitch a ride with Gohan, and they take him to the Red Ribbon base, where Gamma 1, Gamma 2, and everyone was there. The leader, the, the Dr. Hiro, and um, the other guy, the, the assistant. And so they land, you know, it's pretty cool, pretty cool, pretty cool. And then, um, Gohan, like, sees Pan, so he immediately flies down. But, he starts fighting Gamma 1, which is an awesome fight. This, everyone was talking shit about the animation at first. But I freaking love it. It looks so good. So, Piccolo is with Pan, just chilling, watching Gohan fight. So, he makes, like, Gohan starts losing the edge on Gamma 1. Gamma 1 starts pulling ahead. So, he starts boom, boom, boom. And then Piccolo could notice. He was like, wow. How could you do that? <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm, I'm just naming the movie. I don't know if I'm supposed to be doing stuff. I don't know how review people do it. So, I'm just naming stuff. But, you know, I'll, I'll learn. I'll learn how to review movies better. But, you know, go Piccolo notices that, oh, I have an idea. So, he grabs Pan from the neck, not really, like, grabs her shirt and, like, puts his hand so she could stand instead of being, like, actually choked up. But he's holding Pan, and Pan's yelling, and this makes Gohan angry, and half Saiyans, you know, get a rage boost and stuff. So good job on Piccolo's part remembering that. So Gohan finally drops from Super Saiyan and goes ultimate, clears the skies, it's now sunny day, Clear skies, bro. Just like in Super, whenever you transform. And this is when, you know, Gohan starts getting the edge. And then, you know, he starts winning. And then Gamma 2 pops in. It's like, you're gonna fight now. And that's when Piccolo unmasks himself. And turns into light-skinned green Piccolo. Light green Piccolo. Which I guess is his awoken state, I guess. And a boom, boom, boom. Starts fighting Gamma 2, but it's losing, surprisingly. And then he's falling through a dark hole. Beaten. And he remembers Shenron told him he's slipped in an extra part. Or extra power to him. And that's when Piccolo transforms into his new form. Which is called Orange Piccolo. Okay. 
At first, when I saw this, I thought it was the stupidest thing ever. He's He looks like Lord Slug. He's got that chin of Lord Slug. And he's taller, way taller. He's way bigger, too. And he's orange. Like, orange, orange. But, more look at it. I fucking love this form. It looks so cool, man. I thought it was so stupid at first. But, Gamma 2 sees he's transformed, so he goes to fight him. But he's punching so fast. And he's not even doing the piccolo. He's just standing there taking it all. So, you know, they start fighting for real. And apparently, I'm pretty sure McGenna and the assistant sees this. And decides, screw this, we lost. And runs to another part of the base. And Dr. Hiro Hido follows them, as well as Pan. Well, not really Pan. Pan sees the assistant and beats him up. And I guess they just all start not fighting each other. And they're cool now. Gamma 1 and 2 and Piccolo and Gohan. So um, Piccolo detransforms into normal state. They're not even fighting anymore. I don't know why. Kind of weird. So Magetta goes to the Cell Max place to summon him. And... Dr. Hito follows him, and he's like, Hey, gotta stop that, bro. He's not ready. He doesn't have a brain. So, Magetta pulls a gun and shoots him three times. Once, and then Dr. Hero falls and shoots him two times on the floor, which I thought was so, like, out of Dragon Ball. I was so confused. Talking about Dragon Ball. There was one scene in, uh, this is way back, when Chi-Lai and Lemo were there. Um... They did the old classic Dragon Ball fall. Like, whenever something someone does something stupid. I've been missing that for so long, and they brought it back. I'm so happy. Sorry, that was a little tangent just out of it. But, um, you know, they shoot him. But Dr. Hero has bulletproof suit, I guess. So he stands back up and puts on his hoodie, which looks like a superhero. So, you know. Then, Megeta just... Brings out a clothes hanger and then puts on like armor, super armor. And um, Dr. Hero's like, Oh no, what am I gonna do? And he's got this little drone bee to look at people and calls the drone bee and stings him. And he starts dying from poison, I guess. He's moving around and he presses the button and summons Cell Max, which is so cool he's red and green i didn't expect him to look like that he's got a mace tail he pops in and everyone's like oh god what what is this as well um bulma came um with people back up uh moments ago when they were talking to uh gamma one and two they talked they were talking to him moments ago and bulma came with backup it came with android 18 krillin Goten Trunks, and I, and herself. Pretty sure that's all of them. And, you know, they're like, oh, wow, wow, what happened? So cool. In the dark pit, Cell Max pops out. And I'm like, damn, he looks so cool and menacing. And he's really strong, man. He's really strong. Giving them a hell of a money. So, you know, they start fighting Cell Max. And Gamma wanted to tell that Dr. Hero had a fail safe. Just in case he went rogue. And put his weak spot on a gray part of his head. So they try to shoot that. You know, they start breaking it or like fighting. 
And Cell Max is huge compared to everyone else. So, you know, they're fighting. And then, Gam- and then um, Trunks and Goats and Fuse. But they fucked up the fusion dance. So, they become fat one. The fat Goatinks. I forgot the name. It was like... Go... Or something else. Because um, I know the skinny version of Vegito is Veku. So, I, f- I just forgot the name. But, you know, he tries to fight and then gets knocked back. But 18 hits him like a volleyball. And then everyone starts hitting him like a volleyball until he hits Cell Max's head. Which cracks, finally. And since they see the crack, Gamma 2 decides to sacrifice himself. Which is very... So good. It looks so good, the animation, man. He flies up to the the space, basically. And starts going as fast as he can to the Earth to hit his head. Uh, he... Well... He goes down, and Cell Max tries to block it with his right arm. And he's blocking him. But it cracks his arm. And, um... Breaks his arm, basically. It's on the floor. <laughs> but that means kind of Gamma 2 sacrifice for no reason because it didn't make it. So, you know, he sadly dies. Sadly, very sad. I really like Gamma 2 more than Gamma 1. So, you know, they start realizing they need more power. So, Piccolo goes orange form again and is trying to stop Cell Max from stomping on Gamma 2's body. Gamma 1 gets Gamma 2's body and takes him to Dr. Hito, which is knocked out um, on the floor. So he takes him next to him to go fight again. And Orange Piccolo is holding Cell Max's foot from stomping. And Krillin Cup pops in as well, too. He just sits there or try to help him push. And then, out of nowhere, I love that just randomly. Krillin reminds Piccolo to embiggen like he did in the world tournament. Uh, 23, I think? When he was fighting Goku. Which he became huge. And he's like, oh yeah, kind of forgot about that. So, Piccolo becomes big boy orange Piccolo. Which I love. And starts fighting Cell. But, Cell Max is still strong, man. He's still stronger. So, you know, Cell starts just beating the shit out of him. And woo. Boom, 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 boom. And Gohan's seeing this. He's just charging up, trying to get as much power as he can. And it looks like Piccolo dies. Because Cell Max is holding his body from the top of his head with his hand. And this awakens Gohan. And he starts yelling. And transforms. I actually don't know what this form is called. But I'm going to just call it Gohan Blanco. Because he looks like the meme. <laughs> Gohan Blanco's form. I have no idea how I feel about it. I hate it, but I love it. It looks stupid as hell, though. His hair is basically so long. And from the front, it looks cool. But on the side, it looks stupid as fuck. So, Gohan Blanco. Saw that Piccolo quote-unquote died. But he actually didn't really die. He was just there. Just unconscious, I guess. But he wakes up like a minute ago. So, Cell Max sees that Gohan has new power. 
Which is like basically an ultimate form, but stronger. A new form. Ultimate ultimate final form, I don't know. And um he goes to punch him, which does nothing. His fist is bigger than Gohan, but Gohan tanks it and just says, you know, that everything you got. And this reminds me of cocky Gohan. By the way, when he transformed, it was just like how Cell sixteen died and the red line pierced in the back of him to became red. And became his eye and just transformed. Just a whole like tribute to that. And um Gohan is just like Super Saiyan 2 Gohan back then, Team Gohan, where he was so cocky. I loved it. He was smiling. He was like, Is that all you got? Pushes him back. And Cell Max, you could tell, is fucking pissed, man. And starts making it like it looks like a revenge death ball, but green instead. Starts making a revenge death ball and making it bigger, 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 and then it makes it small so it can look big. Like it's a really big one, but they condensed it so they can have more power, I guess. So, you know, he's doing that. Piccolo starts grabbing him, and Gohan finally confirms that he knows how to use it. It's charging a Mako Sampo, aka a special beam cannon. They call it Mako Sampo in Japan, so I'm just saying that. He's charging the special beam cannon, Mako Sampo. Makosa Sampo, or something like that. I'm butchering it probably, but still. Um, I, I know other moves Jap- Japanese, trust me. Like the Geiki Dama, which is a spirit bomb. Trust, trust me. I, I, I ain't weird. I ain't no fake fan, bro. I've been here since I was like three years old. <laughs> In 2009, bro. Um, So, he starts making the special beam cannon. And Piccolo's trying to hold him down. This huge beast. Piccolo's trying to hold him down. He's like almost the size of him too. Because he's using the big thing. Cell launches the attack. And then of course Gohan launches his attack. And just pierces through the beam. Or the ball. The giant ball. Pierces through it. And goes into Cell Max's face. Also I just wanted to say this. But like when Cell is making the giant death ball. He kind of looked like he was like, like twitching. Like my guy looked like um Golden Freddy when he's twitching. Like <laughs> he was like controlling, you know. And pierces through Cell Max's head, forehead, and dies. Sadly, he straight up dies and falls through a hole. So you know everyone's. And then out of nowhere, uh, Gamma One yells, "He's gonna blow!" And he starts like, like um. Semi-perfect cells explosion, like, starting to become a big boy, and boom, just boom, just by giant boom, everyone survives that boom somehow. I don't remember Gamma Two or Gamma One grabbing Gamma Two and Doctor Hito's body, so, but like they're alive. So Gamma or Doctor Hito finally wakes up. He's been passed out that whole fight, and sees Gamma Two's body next to him. He holds his body for a while, and then his body gets snapped and dust is away. And was there sad too. And then Boma, I'm yeah, Boma gives Gamma One and Doctor Hido a job at Capsule Corp. You know they have a you know they talk they talk. I I didn't understand Japanese, so they just talked. But I did hear Capsule Corp and him saying Capsule Corp. So I'm guessing he got hired to Capsule Corp with Gamma One. Gamma 1 lives. Gamma 2 didn't. 
sad because I really like Emma too. And you know, credits roll, credits roll. For me, it was like mm, that was that was kind of fast. Not gonna lie, I thought there was a little bit more. And it, end credit scene shows my one of my favorite parts, bro. It shows the end of Goku and Vegeta's battle, and Vegeta lands one small punch on him, and wins. Vegeta wins against Kakara. Holy shit, finally. I am so happy Vegeta won, because I'm a Vegeta stan. And basically, that's it. That's the end of it. I love the movie. The movie was so good. I had expectations for it. It hit it hit it through the roof, bro. The animation was so good. The pacing was a little off. Because, you know, it was real fast how the movie went for me. But, really good animation. Really good fights. Really good dialogue, even though I didn't understand. <laughs> but, it was entirely a Dragon Ball movie. That's what I accept, expected for a Dragon Ball movie. It's entirely that. And, you know, it was so good, bro. The only cons I have for it is it was too short. I wish I had more. Come on. Dragon Ball. So, you know, I have no idea. But I have no idea when this takes place in the timeline. Because it can't happen before the Moro or, or, or after the Moro. No. It can't happen before the Moro arc. But it can't happen before the Brawly arc. So it has to take place. Or, well, it can't happen before the Moro arc. But it can't happen... After the... Wait, I'm confusing myself now. Because he was there in the Moro arc. Go, Gohan and Piccolo, but they didn't use it in form. So it has to take place after Moro arc. But that's the Granola arc, and we haven't seen a lot about them. Yeah, it can't happen. Well, it could happen, the Granola arc. But like the very beginning. Because they were training in Beerus' planet for a little bit. But not really. So it can't really happen. I have no idea where this takes place in the, the timeline. If they say it's not canon, I'm going to be so sad. <laughs> but yeah, that was a Dragon Ball Super Superhero movie. I'm going to rate it a 7 out of 10 in my star count, I guess. That's my new star count. I just made it up right now. So, I would... Okay, now that I'm saying it, I'm just saying shit from the movie. I'm not saying a lot about it. But I love this movie. I don't know how to do film reviews. I'll... Probably gonna research more films to see. I'm gonna research more reviews on films to see how I talk about the films instead of just me naming stuff from the movie and then saying it's cool or not. Um, I will do video games as well. I'm waiting for God of War Ragnarok. I might do one on God of War. Fuck it. I love God of War. So, I don't know how to end these. Uh, it's podcast, bro. Podcasts suck my day. I'm playing. We hit the 35-minute mark. Damn, I've been talking for 35 minutes. All right. I'm just saying my final stuff about the movie. I loved it. It was so good. It was 10 out... Not 10. 7. 7.5 out of 10. It was really good. Animation, man. That hit me. Please bring back the Dragon Ball Super anime. Please. Please. But now, I we don't know what's going to happen for Dragon Ball Animation anymore. Because we don't know if they're making another movie or the show. I'm still waiting for the show. Thank you for listening. If you listened for this, well, yeah, no life if you were listening to this. But thank you for watching or listening. I mean, I'll see you guys whenever I do another one of these.